Hello, everybody. This is a podcast that has been so long in the making. And I just needed to update you guys. And this is what's going on in my life. I know that being famous, quote unquote, a social media influencer, quote unquote, media influencer and all the things that I was, was famous to some people. It was an opportunity for people to see I'm in the spotlight. And when you're in the spotlight, it doesn't matter if you're Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Cher, your favorite, uh, Oprah, anybody that you see on TV, the Kardashians, whoever it is, we are now on social media in the social media realm and world that we live in and we thrive in and we always come to our phones first, whether we take it to the bathroom to check all of our social medias or we involve ourselves in other people's lives and watch them like we're reading the tabloids. Social media influencing is not for the faint of heart. And I'll tell you, I've been a mental health advocate for so long because I have been that person that struggled with mental health. And my overall physical health I've got under control and then I've not. And then I've yo-yo dieted and then I've taken all the diet pills and done all the fat diets. And then one time in my life, I had somebody wholesome enough to show me. I lost 125 pounds just by diet and exercise. What they teach you in health class in like middle school, it all reverts back to taking care of your overall well-being. If you're spiritual, like I believe in God, then you'll understand that you got to have a good spiritual life. You got to have a good physical health, good clean bill of health there. You also got to have a good clean bill of health in your mental health, but it's hard to stay 100. Talking to therapists, talking to psychiatrists, any of that stuff should not be looked upon as you know, bad or you're crazy. It just means that you're actually seeking help. Just like medical doctors, you have a problem. You know, you fall, you need to go get an x-ray on your knee. Go get that x-ray. Don't just say, oh, I can put it in a brace and it'll be all right and it'll grow back together. That is the kind of mentality that I was used to growing up. Just throw a little dirt on it. Duct tape your chin together. You know, fix it with a little bit of this and a little bit of that and just kind of breathe through a headache. But the problem with that is, You get to where you get to be an adult and you don't go seek medical attention until you got to. My journey began a couple years back whenever I needed to go in for a voluntary wellness check. I voluntarily declined the first and then they turned back around and I said, I I need to go. I voluntarily since then have done all the steps that it's taken to get my clean bill of health as far as my mental health goes recently I had an involuntary one it was not my call but they took me anyway and I went willfully because I mean what can I do besides fight a little bit and get restrained nothing so I was in the hospital and they got me on the right diagnosis I'm manic depressive bipolar I accepted that at the hospital they let me sign myself out Ever since then, it's been a battle of whirlwind trying to get used to the medication that they put me on. But I did everything by the book. I wanted to follow the rules. I'm a rule follower to a T. I'm the good girl. I'm the girl that doesn't try to break the law. I'm the girl that follows what is being asked of me. And I'll go over and beyond to do so. I'll exceed wildest expectations just because that's how I was raised. If you're in a job, be good or be good at it. If you're first, you're last. If you're not, or you're, if you're not first, you're last. So be the best possible person that you can possibly be. And every single time 
and my parents know this, that I just messed up. I will write a letter and apologize. I will write uh, a journal. I will always tell people when I'm wrong. I will admit where my shortcomings were in faith. I'll fall on my knees and repent to God. I'm that person that has to have people know that I'm a good person. Whether, you know, I've said stuff and I need to take it back or make amends, I'll do those things. But that is the person that Cindy Carter is. So with recent times, I've just realized that I have cousins that are famous. I have people that went to high school that are famous. I have people that I know that are well off in the industry of MLM. And they didn't get there because they're just pretty. They didn't get there because they just have some sort of extra step ahead of everybody else. They realized God's gift for them and they did it. They led or they bled their pain through song or they went through all the motions to become what they needed to become in this life because they hyper-focused on that one talent and said, screw the world, I'm going to do this. And that was exactly what I did in my industry of MLM. First (laughs) go-round, it fell hard on its face because I didn't put in the work on myself. I wasn't putting in so much personal development. I was chasing that quick, easy thing, and it didn't work out. The next time that I disappeared from social media, I was hyper-focusing on studying the game. I was studying the people. I was studying people. Nobody had any idea of who I was watching, but I was watching the greats. If they are in my phone, in my Facebook Messenger as the great, they're one of the greats that I followed. And I can name them all, but I'm just saying I've named them before. Every single person that I view as great, they will always be great to me. No matter if they fall in and out of my life, they block me, they unblock me, no matter what, they are always a great to me. There's one that I call a legend. She's a freaking legend. And I followed her every footstep. I followed her even though she was structurally underneath of me and just followed her every word, not to parent me, but to guide me through every single step that I needed to accomplish greater things and believe in myself more this journey of MLM in the industry and figuring out personal development and figuring out how to make the universe work in my favor and all of the things good come to me it only blew up in my face whenever I found that I was surrounding myself with quote-unquote family that did not believe the same could never figure out how the money was flowing so freely the word famous it's a heavy word When the spotlight is on you, sometimes you just break. And I broke and broke and broke. Starting in October last year, I just broke and broke and broke until I couldn't break anymore. One thing that I cannot handle very well, and I'm going to therapy about this, I'm talking to my psychiatrist about this, is just rejection. And for me, that's being ignored. Like, I can't on my manic, depressive, bipolar situation medicated or unmedicated for the right type and right situation handle rejection if I'm if I'm feeling like I'm ignored it just it just throws me into a whirlwind so leading up to where I am now I'm cleared psychiatrist cleared medical team cleared taking my medication as properly done cleared 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 into a new journey with my daily choice they have a house of brands Ryan Parks was one of them that I sold in 2018. It was a decision to jump over that I made months ago, but I was convinced or otherwise that I should stay in the place that I was at. And I just felt like maybe there's a little bit extra I could do over this other company. And there just wasn't. My heart was not in it anymore. 
My heart was to be a mental health advocate and to help people with mental health, help people with their aches and pains, help people realize that there's more hope out there and makeup just wasn't my jam anymore. And that's fine. That's okay. But I never would want to embarrass the brand. So I bowed out of things. I bowed out of chats. I bowed out of all these different places first because I knew I was on my way out. At some point, push comes to shove. It looks like it's going to be better. You know, like your status is going to be better or you can get some extra good money and paycheck and all this. But my heart was set on leaving. So I left. Gracefully. No exit live of some weird women drama. No exit live of like screw the brand. Never in my life would I ever bring sadness to something that helped me so much. This is my into the light moment. I walked into the light knowing that this decision to go all in, I'm about the all in package and I could sell it super easy because I could talk to people about what they go through. And every single conversation that I've had since then in messenger to, you know, deal out some help in a bottle of CBD. I felt that reassurance that this is what I'm supposed to do. I just would always want to be a mental health advocate for every person that feels ignored. Every person that feels like people are calling them lazy. Every person that feels like mental health is not talked about enough. And I'm glad I did. I see the sadness. I see the pain. I see the the just overall mental health stigma still laid upon people that want to walk in truth. To show people the light. And everybody around them is just trying to drag them down. Everybody around them is trying to not understand them, but tell them what they think they need to do. Everybody functions differently. But some of those people that have been through car wrecks and people that have been through, you know, war in the military or people that have been through so much mentally that that other person doesn't understand. Yeah, they appear lazy, but they're just trying to battle their own mind to get through the day, to make breakfast, to clean their house, depression. If you look around, depressed of people's houses, it's not clean. Their hygiene is the last thing on their mind. But those that have a little bit better handle on their mental health, because it's light what they've been through, or they've had years to get over it, or they've had help, or they've had a different coping mechanism that's not known to those people that are still suffering. It looks a little bit different. Nobody can save you. You got to save yourself. But I just want to bring the next chapter of what I'm going to be doing into this podcast and say mental health struggles are real. Triggers are very real. I'm getting over my triggers slowly but surely and they're very light for sure. But the things that have happened my whole life of what I have just looked over, that stuff is beneath the iceberg. That stuff is very real to me. Sometimes you just need the right diagnosis. You need the right therapist. You need the right psychiatrist to listen to exactly what your heart tells them or what your heart needs to tell them in this session. Sometimes you need that friend that just understands. I was talking to somebody last night that was just like, I'm so glad after the lot of people that I've talked to, you don't paint me out to be crazy. I said, well, everybody's a little bit crazy, but at least you're the good kind where you admit that you have a problem. Alcoholics need to admit that they have a problem. Uh, People that are on pills, they need to admit that they have a problem. People that are on drugs, they need to admit first that they have a problem. Same thing with mental health. 
if you have something that you're dealing with that you're just masking with anger or you're just masking with abusing other people or animals or whatever it is that you do your abuse of power and you feel very powerful at work and then at home you don't feel as powerful so you got to overtake or you're not as powerful at work so you come home and you have to be super powerful at home it just doesn't make sense whenever there's calm people in the house and then you're the only one that's angry stop hurting people you're not just hurting yourself anymore you're hurting other people that is where we want to talk about in the next coming up episodes of why just why can we not get with ourselves get right with ourselves and go admit that we have a problem to if you're in the military the VA if you're in you know your high school go to your counselor if you're in college they also have counseling there if you are you know in your town just going through something reach out to somebody don't complain to your friends a million times there's nothing they can do besides call the law go seek help if you have some suicidal thoughts call the suicide hotline like there are so many different resources to help you get yourself better but if you need somebody to help you with some cbd i'm your girl uh send me an email at ask ask the t-h-e cindy c-y-n-d-i carter c-a-r-t-e-r and i'll help you at gmail.com ask the cindy carter at gmail.com i got you but You have to at first admit that there's an issue. For myself, I admitted that the the Lexapro and the other stuff that they had me on was not touching what I was was needing. I was still having the shakes. I was still having manic episodes. I was still not right with myself. So I'm super glad for the involuntary hold that I was on and the watch thereafter to help make sure that my lithium levels were great. But if you are someone that is, there's people out there that are scared of medicine because they've been on so much that it just drugs them up and it makes them not feel and it makes them feel numb and it makes them feel like they can't be in control of anything. Their bowels or, you know, their, their body starts to hurt their kidneys. So that is my new chapter is to reach out to those people that feel like there's no hope because there is. By gosh, I'm a hope, H-O-P-E, H-O-P-E dealer now. And I love it. I love every conversation that I've had. Where people say, I've got this and this and this going on. What do you got for me? I said, I can figure it out. We can figure it out together. And if it sounds right and it's the best fit for you, here we go. That is what I do now. That is what is cleansing to my soul. And that is on period. I was somebody that needed the right diagnosis. Not just anxiety. We all have anxiety. We all have mania, but it's to an extensive level, a hyper level, that it makes us more than normal so that we need something to regulate us. Whether that's CBD, you need to go talk to your professional about medicine. This is no way in shape or form of me telling you to go off your medicine. Do not do that. I am not a licensed anything. Speak to your doctor about CBD and then we'll talk. Do not ever go off of any antipsychotic medicine without your doctor's permissions and dosing yourself down. There's withdrawals that can happen and you will not be safe. Make sure, make sure, make sure that you talk to your professionals and your medical professionals along with your psychiatrist before ever dosing down or ever making sure never straight up cold turkey quit that medicine. That is not safe for you at all. It is helping to balance the brain, the chemicals in your brain 
And if you ever want to try CBD, make sure it is cleared for you to do so. But I'm here for you because in my valley, I will always say that God was there for me. I turned right around and prayed every single time that I needed somebody to talk to. You can always drop to your knees or just lay in your bed or sit up and just anywhere, anywhere, any, anywhere, talk to God. And that's what I got for you guys. This is the newest update. So catch me on Facebook, Selling CBD. You can catch me on TikTok. And you can also uh, message me in Facebook Messenger. Uh, it is facebook.com slash extra empire. I'm going to be changing that soon. But for right now, it's extra empire. And then on email, ask A-S-K-T-H-E, the Cindy, C-Y-N-D-I, Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And you guys have a great rest of your powerful day. Whatever day that you watch this, please leave me a review or message me on Facebook and let me know that you have listened um, and that you're excited for future episodes. Thank you. Have a good one.